There is an anti-violence campaign at the University of Regina that has kicked off in a really interesting way. They've set up this masculinity confessional booth. When I first saw this uh, story, I kind of thought, what, what, what is that? Is that is that a gimmick? And then I read a little bit more into it, and I thought, this is an interesting idea. So we have Roz Kelsey on the line. She's the director of uh, Gendered Violence Prevention Strategies at the University of Regina. Thanks for joining me, Roz. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. What exactly is a masculinity confessional booth? <laughs> Well, uh, it's what you want to make it. It's uh, We just provided a space. You know, we had a, a little black curtain and a camera back there. If you wanted to speak to a camera or you could write something down or you could just have a discussion with your friends. But it was it was just trying to create a space and some attention around the idea that we need to start talking about what constitutes hypermasculinity and how come it exists and how do we all play a part in, in kind of reifying and reinforcing that. Okay, so you said that there was a camera there and you could write things down. Do you intend to do something with the material uh, after the confessional shuts down? Yeah, well, we're hoping that we'll continue it. We're hoping that we can put something online so that we can continue the conversation. People seemed quite interested when we didn't have the booth up because it was a little difficult to transfer around with the camera and stuff. And and uh, so we decided that we would, if it, since there's been some interest in it, we'll continue to do it online. Now, there's... Um, uh, we didn't get a, a whole lot of footage, but I think that there'll be more opportunities, especially if people can take their own films and and upload them as well. So that's not quite as taxing on all our volunteers and that sort of thing, and we can make it kind of an independent thing. So we'll see what happens with it, and we'll take some of that footage. But we got some interesting input. And what's the goal of this whole uh, initiative? Well, about the masculinity confession booth itself or yeah. the larger goal? Well, I guess starting with that masculinity confessional booth and moving towards the larger goal. What yeah, are you trying so to do? We're trying to, we're trying to talk about this stuff. We're mm-hmm. trying to get people engaged in the conversation about really what it means to be a man today. And I think that that's, I mean, part of our initiative at the University of Regina is uh, a movement called Man Up Against Violence. And so we're looking at redefining what it means to man up. Mm -hmm. So when you say man up to someone, traditionally, it's been a really negative connotation. But there's a whole lot of underlying things that that reinforce that kind of ideology or that that concept of what it means to be a man. So we're going to try and pull that apart. We're going to start looking at how there are ways that we do that that we don't even recognize. And so if we start that conversation and people start probing around in there, maybe we can figure out what we're doing, you know, to kind of um, curtail and, and, and box in men in a way that's really unhealthy. Yeah, this is not about blaming men. And this is about t- taking away those social limitations that have been holding uh, men back and that they feel like they have to conform to. You know, uh, it was interesting. I was talking to a friend about, uh, you know, what it was like when, when women get frustrated, you know, because they don't tend to get angry in a business situation and uh, it doesn't escalate into any kind of, uh, you know, confrontation. What happens more often than not, if you get frustrated, uh, we tend to start tearing up. And it's it's you know, it's it's an odd reaction. And so men, because, you know, they're manifesting emotional turmoil through anger there, you know, they can't well up. There has been a connection to violence. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I think that that's a pretty good assessment. I think that we are, in fact, trying to expand the definition of masculinity as opposed to blaming or shutting down or or making men feel um, guilt about being what they are. I think what we're trying to do is 
is is analyze that and 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 start talking about what are the elements that actually provoke men to to get to situations that uh, bec- you know because of that anger and no other way to emote um, it it manifests itself in violence or it can and that's certainly not to say that all men are this way yep. or that uh, that but we're talking about a general expectation of men like like you said I mean. If we see a man well up and in in frustration, as opposed to maybe it's something where he's already demonstrated his masculinity and he got beat at a game, you know, if there's a big some kind of sporting event and he puts his head down and throws a towel over, then those circumstances are okay. But the idea that that we would have a man that would emote in something other than anger through frustration or in any other circumstance really does uh, trigger this policing of masculinity and a calling out of men in terms of their weakness and as soon as men are seen as weak it's a consistent affiliation with femininity and you know where that leads to right like this is really about this is about questioning men's sexuality really it's about it's about heteronormative kind of views so it's super deep and it's really complex and i think there's so much work that we can do and the only way we can do that work is if we start talking about it what are some of the things you hear people saying at at, at, you know in that masculinity confessional booth (laughs) well we had there were some interesting ones that, that came across. I've also had just general conversations with people, and some of them are really obvious, like, you know, um, some of my counterparts that would say, you know, I remember I remember the first time I, I told, like, a player of mine, like some of the coaches that I deal with, um, to man up, you know, or to, I remember when I was young and my son was trying to take off his training wheels, and, of course, he fell off his bike, and I was like, come on, be a big boy, don't cry, boys don't cry, and I, you know, brush him off, and all good intentions, you know, but, but we don't, and those are the obvious ones. We also, you know, I heard a great one the other day that talked about, um, if I'm sitting with my, uh, with my friends and I heard a woman say, you're really lucky that your husband helps you with the housework. You know, I know how busy you are with your job so that your husband helps you, that you're really lucky to have a husband like that. And I was like, I know that was well-intended. And she is lucky, but that really reinforces the idea that this is actually women's work and that it's, wow. it's you know, isn't it? Because that's something that would roll off my tongue all the time. I mean, people say that about my husband all the time. They're like, <laughs> well, oh, you're you so lucky. Like, like that you have some equity. But the point is, is that it wow. should be a norm and it shouldn't be pointed out as something that's, that's, that is lucky or abnormal in any way like it should be the norm but we do these things i mean we have this term that we call you know hegemonic kind of normative discussions or dialogue and it happens on an ongoing basis where we don't recognize when we're even reinforcing these things and everybody does it you know it's it's not just men it's women it's non-conforming folks it's i mean it's everybody that is part of a society that values you know will go and pay uh, you know, ten bucks at the theater to watch James Bond. I love That's who we want to be. Right? I love the message that we're all in this together and we're all responsible. I really do love that message because I think it's the only way you can create a safe space so that people can start changing their views. What exactly? Uh, where exactly could we go online to get into that masculinity confessional booth? Well, when it gets up and running, I can certainly, it'll be up on the uh, manupagainstviolence.ca website. So we're just in the process of constructing it. But I think it'd be awesome to hear from people all over the place about their experiences. All right. mean, we'll, we'll vet those too, but, uh, but be sure that we'll, that we'll be putting it up. All right, Roz. Well, uh, be sure that you send us that information along and we'll pass it on to our listeners. I appreciate your time today. Awesome. It was great talking to you. Good Thanks talking to you. Time. Bye-bye. Bye, Roz. Uh, Director of Gender Violence Prevention Strategies at the University of Regina and the creator of the uh, Masculinity Confessional Booth.